Mic check, one, two, one, two. Yo, what's up, man? Is this thing on? <laughs> We're the Queued Up Podcast on Podcast, your weekly source for podcast news, tips, and tricks. From production to promotion and everything in between. I'm John Luckenball. And I'm Matthew Stevens. Two podcast experts ready to help you every Wednesday. So you've decided to start a podcast. Maybe you've always wanted to, or maybe it's a new interest. You've got your topic and might even have a script jotted down. All you need to do is record. But how? Every time you Google the best way to record, you're met with thousands of articles all saying different things. Some say you can just record on Zoom, which isn't the best quality, while others say you have to record in a professional studio. But who has one of those? Don't worry, you've come to the right place. On this episode of the Cute Up Podcast, I'll take you through the five pieces of podcasting equipment you actually need to record an incredible show. This episode of the Queued Up Podcast on Podcasting is brought to you by Queued Up Audio. We're a full-service audio agency that specializes in podcasts and audiobooks. At Queued Up, we believe podcasts and audiobooks are an art form that deserves the dedication needed to make them shine. If you're interested in either starting a podcast or audiobook, or you just want to take your project to the next level, go to mypodcastagency.com and get in contact with us today. As someone with over 20 years of broadcasting and podcasting experience, I've had my ups and downs with tech. As you might remember some of our earlier podcasts when trying out different remote recording services, it happens to all of us. Some pieces of equipment are great, but expensive, while others are affordable, but finicky. I've put together a list of equipment that I think is the best of both worlds, offering different equipment at various price points. So, let's jump in. The first piece of podcasting equipment you'll need is something you probably already have lying around the house. That's right, I'm talking about headphones. Now, headphones don't necessarily impact the quality of your sound recording, but they do provide other important functions. First, if you are recording with someone else, especially remotely, you don't want your mic to pick up on the playback of their voice through your computer. If you're wearing headphones, your mic will only catch your own voice. If you're recording alone, headphones doesn't matter as much, but you may want them to help you get in the zone. So, which headphones are the best? I would say that you can easily use AirPods or other headphones you might already have. If you're looking to buy a new pair, however, I suggest the Sony MDR7506. You can get them on Amazon, Best Buy, Sony, or pretty much any online music equipment supplier. They come in around $100 and produce a very high quality of sound. I also like them because they fold up easily, which makes them ideal for travel. I personally use them for all my recording, both in studio and on location. But at the end of the day, you don't need to buy extremely expensive headphones. This brings me to my next piece of equipment, your microphone. The mic gets a lot of attention and may be the first tech people think of when starting a podcast. There are some mics that have been trendy with YouTubers like the Yeti mics. The problem with mics is that there are so many out there, ranging from around $30 to hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars. When you're first starting out though, your budget might be tight. 
That's why I really like my first choice, the Shure SM48. It's a cardioid dynamic microphone that is only $39. It's affordable, reliable, and it's easy to travel with. If you're looking to upgrade your mic to something more durable, I'd go for the Rode Procaster, which is priced at just under $230. Whereas the Shure SM48 may start to sound funny if you're rough with it, the Rode Procaster can take a little bit more without impacting the sound quality. But if you want to go for the most professional sound and industry standard, I would check out the Shure SM7B that is $400 or the mic I use, Electro Voice RE20, at around the same price point. While this is certainly pricier than the others, it is for good reason. With these mics, you'll get that voice texture professionals have. Unlike the $39 mic, which may make your voice sound a little dull, the SM7B and RE20 will provide that rich quality of sound. If you accidentally drop these, it'll be okay. They are built to last and can take a beating. So, it's up to you which mic you want. The great news is that there is a mic out there for every price point and need. Next is your mic cable. This piece of equipment can oftentimes get overlooked, but is just as important as your mic itself. In terms of mic cables, there are two main categories used for podcasting mics, XLR cables and USB cables. You're probably familiar with USB cables, which work with those trendy mics like the Blue Yetis. However, I personally prefer the XLR cables because it has a cleaner sound quality and can work in non-digital settings, but also because of the type of mic you can plug in with the XLR. With the XLR cable, you can use dynamic mics, which provide a fuller sound, but more importantly, are forgiving of your room. All the mics I listed earlier are dynamic mics, and therefore compatible with the XLR cable. What do I mean by forgiving with your room? Dynamic mics won't pick up as much on the hum of your fridge or the highway outside of your office. They also won't have overpowering echoes on your voice if you are in a relatively empty room or surrounded by reflective surfaces. USB cables, however, are compatible with Yeti mics, which are condenser mics. Condenser mics are most often used in a studio setting, but if you don't have a soundproof room to record in, they'll pick up on everything. Additionally, condenser mics will pick up on the higher end of your voice, sometimes making you sound squeaky or tinnier than you actually are. So, overall, I prefer the XLR cables as it has better sound quality and allows you to plug in a greater variety and quality of mics more suitable for podcasting and home recording. Next, you'll need a mic stand. While some mics come with a stand, most do not. The stand is important to ensure a consistent sound when recording. If you talk with your hands and are holding your mic, your voice might fade in and out. When it comes to the mic stand, something as simple as a tabletop stand works great. For under $17, you can get an RA telescoping tabletop stand. It's weighed on the bottom, so if you knock into it, it's not going to fall. RA also makes a two-section broadcast arm, which is another great option, but more expensive at almost $100. It clamps onto the side of a desk or table and might be a better fit for your space. Additionally, you can add a shock mount, which means that if you accidentally hit the table while talking, the shock doesn't travel up to your mic and the sound won't be picked up. The fifth essential piece of podcasting equipment you'll need, and it truly is essential, is a recorder or audio interface. Basically, an audio interface is designed to be used in a studio and 
it needs to be connected to a computer to be able to record. A portable recorder, on the other hand, is often powered by batteries and therefore can record without the need of external equipment. If you have a computer and are looking for an accessible but high-quality audio interface, I would check out the Scarlett series made by Focusrite. The Scarlett Solo USB interface comes in at $100 and you can plug it into your computer and work with free apps like Audacity or QuickTime. It provides a rich sound and it's really easy to use. If you're looking for a recorder, I highly recommend the Zoom H6n. It is more expensive at $350, but you don't need a computer to use it. However, if you do want to use it with a computer, you can, as it operates as a recorder and an audio interface. It's super easy to travel with, can take a beating, and you can plug in up to four different people, whereas the Focusrite can only do one or two, depending on the model. With these five essential pieces of podcasting equipment, you are ready to record your amazing show. And if you've recorded your raw audio but feel lost in how to edit it, we'll have another episode coming up with the tech you need to properly clean up your audio, add an intro and outro, and how to master your levels to industry standards. However, if all that sounds a bit daunting, we can do it for you. We can also help you set up your recording system, so all you have to do is hop on the mic and talk. If that is something you'd like to do, feel free to contact us at mypodcastagency.com and make sure to tune in every Wednesday for more tips and discussion on podcasting right here on the Cute Up Podcast on Podcasting. That's all for today's podcast news, tips, and tricks. You can find us at mypodcastagency.com or on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at QDUP Audio. Make sure to share us with your podcast friends and follow us on your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for podcasting with us, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday.